thing, you know, we're in the business of going fast and so are the teams and, um, you know, they, they push it to the absolute limits and sometimes over it and that, that's what happens. And the full credit to Shane, you know, he just, just merged into the, into the family as if he'd been there all along. I was embarrassed for that race to restart in Tasmania. Dumb shit like that, that just isn't acceptable. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Hello and welcome to Inside Supercars. Tony Whitlock having a well-earned break here ahead of Christmas. Craig Revell in the seat with you. And coming up on today's show, well, we have a couple of great interviews that Tony did over the Newcastle weekend. Ian Morellan from Nissan talks about the Nissan experience in supercars. Charlie Swerkholt. He looks at what he's doing in 2019 and Ryan Walkinshaw gives us an overview of his year. Should be, uh, well, I know they are an interesting set of uh, people to hear from. Last week, well, the Mustang Aero package was signed off by the Supercars Commission, paving the way for its entry into the series next year. Kelly Racing were also approved to make some changes to their rear wing package on the Altima. Supercars have confirmed that the X-Track gearbox will take over from the Alvins as the control transaxle in 2019, and they have banned twin, ring, twin spring rear dampers, which entered the sport about a decade ago and were banned from Super 2 competition in 2012. Both moves are seen as the first in a major cost-saving plan that supercars are driving to help keep teams on the track. In a busy day at head office, they have also said that there's strong interest in the racing entitlements contracts that will be on offer in the new year. As is customary, supercars will broker the potential sale of the licenses for the teams that have handed back their wrecks at the end of last or end of this year, I should say. Lee Holsworth will be on the grid in 2019 this week. Tickford Racing confirmed that the supercar journeyman will join Chas Mostert and Cameron Waters in the Mustangs. Holsworth will also be on the grid in the late January 12 hour when he joins the efforts of Mark Sini and Dean Fiore once again. With changes to the Pertec Enduro Cup, there may be a chance that we'll see the Erebus Mercedes back out on the track in Super 2 configuration if they can find the funding for Luke Yulden. And finally, congratulations to Craig Lowndes who picked up the ABC Sports Personality of the Year Award last week. We hope you stay with us after the break, where we'll hear from Nissan's Ian Morellan. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it means a lot. You know, through the years, a lot of reference this race is one of our majors. 600 miles around here is no easy task. Uh, we were able to beat the two level two the boys and, uh, and meet Anthony Begley in the final, which uh, we were able to do after, um, take the win off him. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a great weekend for the uh, Raptors and the family. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. I'm here with Ian Morellan, who's Director of Customer Experience with the Nissan Motor Company, Australia Incorporated in all states. And let me say that uh, I imagine it's a mixed feelings today for you. 
Yeah, look, Tony, it is in some respects. But, look, at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's been a great journey. Um, and you have to look at it uh, in, in that respect, and that's exactly what it's been. We've had, we made a decision to get into supercars back in 2012. Of course, we lined up in the grid, first of all, uh, in Clipsal, as it was called then, in 2013, and it's been a brilliant six years and, uh, with Nissan Motorsport, and uh, it, uh, it worked for Nissan, uh, it worked very well for Nissan, but, of course, we've made uh, alternative decisions now, um, and uh, whilst we're still involved in motorsport globally... Uh, the reality is uh, our decision to leave uh, supercars uh, is one for a new future, um, you know, from a global direction. Uh, but, that, uh, but, it's been, but it's been a good, I, I need to reiterate, it's been a great journey. Yeah, and the terrific thing is, at this stage, certainly for next year, that Kelly Racing, or Kelly Motorsport or Kelly Racing? Kelly Racing. Kelly Racing. Mm-hmm. Kelly Racing is going to continue on racing these cars that they've developed in collaboration with your engineers. Um, that's going to continue on in the foreseeable? Yeah, look, uh, the announcement uh, by Kelly Racing, and it's their announcement, not ours, um, has been that they uh, wish to continue to race uh, these cars uh, next year. Uh, what happens beyond that, that's up to them. Um, but uh, certainly uh, we wish them all the best with that. Um, and uh, they've invested a lot of uh, time, effort, uh, obviously money, uh, and uh, commitment into developing the cars to where they are today. And you don't you don't produce one of these cars overnight. Um and uh, it's, a, it's an enormous task. I remember back to when, 2012, when we were developing uh, the, the first cars that we built. Um, huge effort to get to uh, that first race. And uh, so, um, you know, you don't throw that away. As I said, they're going to continue, and I'm sure they'll be very strong next year. Globally, we should have a very strong motorsport program, mostly in endurance. Um, and that's obviously continuing on. Is are you going to get involved here in, in the GT program or anything like that at this stage? Uh, at this point in time, Tony uh, Nissan Australia um, is making alternative decisions. Um, we don't plan to be involved in motorsport in this country, um, and uh, you know there's no announcements to that fact. The the fact is, yes, globally we're still involved in motorsport. Uh, of course, we still race in Japan. We race in endurance, as you stated, with GTR. Um, and uh, we just recently um, uh, have become involved and, in fact, purchased a Formula E team. Uh, yeah, and, of yes. course, Formula E is, uh, is very much a, 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 a you know, thing at the moment um, that's expanding. It's going to be the future. Uh, Nissan, as a company, is heavily committed to uh, zero-emission uh, motoring. Also, of course, uh, our new products like our e-power vehicles that, uh, that we've been uh, uh, selling in Japan now for some time. And... Uh, uh, that direction uh, through intelligent mobility, Nissan intelligent mobility, is uh, is is where we're taking the brand, and uh, and it's working very well for us. Yeah, okay. Um, and one of the great things that Kelly's have done with your brand is presented very well. I mean, it's a, for a four car team, I mean, you know, there aren't many four car teams, and they have uh, always presented it in a superb fashion. They have, and look, I, I go back to 2012 when we made the decision to get involved with Kelly Racing. Uh, one of the attractions was the fact that they were a four-car team and that we, and I made this statement back at the press conference, I clearly remember it, uh, early 2012, where where we have a population on the grid with four cars and, uh, of course, you enhance your chances. Uh, you, enha- you obviously, it's a, it's a greater investment by the team as well. Uh, but, um, you know, to have four cars out there has been, uh, has been a great thing your point about the quality of the team the presentation of the team I cannot reinforce uh, that anymore Uh, 
Todd and Rick have been absolute uh, supporters of our brand. They're both the highest integrity guys. Um, I've been so impressed. You meet a lot of great people in your life, but I can tell you what, Todd and Rick are right up there. They really are, and I give them every uh, every piece of credit. Um, the, the management of the team also, um, you know, led by Nick Ryan, uh, is, is, is a great team. They, they have worked with our brand tirelessly in many ways, not just on track, but off track as well, and they've done a great job. Well, thank you to Ian Morellan of Nissan. Um, I imagine you, you won't stop going to these race meetings just because you're not paying, paying for large amounts of it. No, I, I, I think that you'll probably find me bob up at one or two next year and uh, certainly uh, be there uh, hoping that the guys uh, get the Nissans over the line next year in a, in, in, uh, on a podium would be fantastic. So uh, you'll, you'll probably see me dropping around a few races. So. Well, we look forward to catching up with you again, so thank you to Ian Morellan. Interesting Nissan's point of view following their involvement in supercars there. Tony Whitlock with Ian Morellan. After the break, it's Charlie Swerkolt and Ryan Walkinshaw. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. This year in Formula 3, I think it's a fantastic environment for me to be doing that. However, I believe for myself, uh, a sustainable career in tin tops such as Fiat Supercars in Australia is where I see myself. Second crack at the Australian time since we've been back and a bit unlucky the first time that we end up with a win there at Speedway City uh, two weeks ago. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. Join in the conversation, post your thoughts on our Facebook page and to ask a question, email insiders at sportradio.com.au. Welcome back to Inside Supercast. We're with Ryan Walkinshaw at Newcastle on the Friday lunchtime. And welcome back to Australia. You've been here a while, I understand. Uh, yep, I'm, I'm, I fly in and out a fair amount of, uh, fair amount of times a year. Um, I've been travelling to the US and Asia a fair bit. and uh, Yeah, but... Off, off and on for the last uh, the last four months, I've been uh, been pretty much in Australia. Okay. What are your other interests in the US and Asia? What are the, what things can you tell me? Uh, automotive design, engineering, manufacturing programs. Right. Road cars as well as race, or just road? Mainly road car, not not racing. Okay. All right. Um, Albert Park obviously was a great fillip for the team so early in the year, and obviously great for Scott. It, it must have made a difference to their attitude of the team. Um. Yeah, I mean, getting wins is always is always positive. That's why we're here. Um, no, my attitude in the team is generally driven by performance over a long period of time and uh, team morale and uh, you know our uh, our sentiment and internal perception and how we're uh, how we're progressing. We've got a lot of work to do this year, and we came into the season wanting to uh, improve on last year, which, to be honest, wasn't a very hard task considering how poor of a season it was. Um, and to ensure that we had a car that was capable of regular top tens and getting uh, getting podiums and the occasional win. Uh, and then next year we've got to build on that to have a, a team in a, uh, that's that's capable of getting uh, regular podiums and regular wins. Given that uh, you, you, like the other Holden runners, are all moving from one model to a new one, you've obviously kept pace with uh, what was the introduction of a new car, and that must be pleasing in itself to make sure that you weren't falling behind from there. Um, yeah, I mean, the the previous car, uh, the, the, the balance that we had on that aero platform was really, really bad for us. We, um, we made no secret about the fact that we, we really didn't like it it just didn't fit with our, uh, our philosophy and the way that we set up the car at the time um, and this uh, this current body shape the aero balance is a lot more suiting to how we uh, how we like to uh, to set up the car so there's an initial benefit it was a much more balanced platform than we had previously a lot less understeery um, so that was really a benefit so if anything it actually came and, and helped us a little bit uh, by surprise but um, you know we've been able to build on that going forward through the season and, and improve accordingly 
Now, you've, there's been speculation that the Camaro, which you're already doing as a right-hand drive conversion yep. here, that, is that already on sale now? Yeah, it's on sale now, yep, right. HSV okay. dealerships. Right, wonderful. Um, the speculation was that you know you want to actually get that as your racing car as well, obviously with the, the benefit of having a road car to go alongside the race vehicle. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's obviously... Uh, there's obviously clear synergies between you know racing what you sell, um, so that's attractive to us. But there's a lot of work that needs to go into it. Um, the current regulations um, don't really suit uh, lower-profile cars like that, and we've seen that with the Mustang. Um, and to be honest, you know if we went down that route, we'd have to make sure we did it properly. Okay. All right. Um, so that's a you know, and in the near future, sort of a discussion, obviously, with the powers that be of the category. Um, Sorry, what do you mean? Well, talking about you know changing the, the, the shape in some way. Yeah. Th- those sort of those sort of discussions happen with commission regularly. Um, yeah. So I assume that um, now that we've seen what Mustang uh, yeah. looks like, those can, those discussions will become a little bit more prominent. Okay, all right. Now stability, obviously, is something in motorsport, and uh, what was previously HRT uh, had it for many years. That's something that you would like to be building on, imagine, with drivers and crews. Um, Oh yes, the stability is important, but finding the best people is important as well. So if we need to ever make changes to, to, to improve certain areas of the team, that's obviously something we're going to look at, um, whilst not damaging the, the momentum that you build. Yeah, you had a change and uh, Tim Nielsen was took over, oh, sorry, Matt, Matt Nielsen, Nielsen yeah. um, took over as... Uh, Matt Nielsen and Bruce Stewart. Yeah, yep. uh, and that will be remained for the foreseeable future? Uh, yep. Right, and Carl Fawkes? Carl Fawkes, our technical director, yep. Yeah, and that's all part of what you're wanting to carry into the new year? Yep. Yeah, wonderful. All right, well, thank you very much. We look forward to watching this weekend. And no worries. Having a go. All good. Thank you. Inside Supercars on Pit Lane, uh, Newcastle, Race 31, just talking to Charlie Schmerkel. Just tell us what a little bit more you can of your 2019 plans and your, what you've got in place. Uh, firstly, uh, Tony, a big thank you to Preston Hire being the naming rights for the last three and, and a bit years and also four years for Lee Holdsworth. A little bit of a sad day today, losing both those two. Um, but fortunately, Lee's done a ripper job of putting it on uh, in the top ten shootout, so hopefully we'll get a good result. But yes, putting a lot together for 2019 season. Obviously a new driver, which has been announced, Mark Winterbottom, and also a new sponsor, Irwin Racing. So, really excited. Yep, that's fantastic. How long have you been talking with Mark about it? Um, just a couple of days ago, been talking. No, been talking uh, only for a little bit, not only a few months, not, not long at all. Yeah. Mount Bathurst. Yeah, he's, he's warmly regarded by the public as well, so... You know, Correct, so is Lee. Lee's very yeah. warmly regarded, but... but uh, but yes, no, he's uh, very warmly regarded for sure. So yeah, looking forward to getting fussed on board. And workshop stays the same? It does. It's uh, getting a freshen up, all blue, for and racing, but uh, no, it'll all be the same. All right, and um, personnel, you're still putting in place those things? or you? Yeah, no, still putting all that together, but uh, some exciting things happening, but uh, all my staff staying, and... Um, which is great. I don't think there's too many teams losing, uh, keeping all their staff. The culture's good. The people are good. So thrilled to bits about that. Okay. And you're going to have a closer liaison with Triple Eight? Yeah, for sure. No, we're, we're going to uh, basically get back to bed together, get into bed together. So a lot of things. But there's, uh, uh, I can't say too much yet, but a lot of good plans for sure. All right. Well, wonderful. Thank you very much, Charlie. I hope you have a wonderful last race.
Thanks, Tony. Um, Lee has certainly stepped up to the plate this weekend. Um, it's an unfortunate thing when your best game's your last one. So, uh, but you know, um, so be it. He's shown that potential he has. And yeah, you know, it's 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 exciting to be in the shootout. It really was, especially for Preston Higher as well. And uh, look, he can. Lee can drive. He can, he, can, yeah. he, he deserves to be in the in the sport somewhere. So, so um, yeah, it's great to see. Well, thank you very much, Charlie Schwerkold. Thanks, Tony. And Irwin Racing in 2019. Cheers. A break, and we'll wrap things up here on Inside Supercars. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. And you know, every every year I see Jackie's Tour Grand Prix, and I just remind myself. Of, of his part in, in starting the, the path to safer cars. Dissecting the sport with interviews, news and opinion. Jack Brabham certainly left his mark not only on Australian motorsport but motorsport all around the world. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. Join in the conversation. Post your thoughts on our Sport Radio Facebook page. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. Hope you're preparing for a great Christmas over the next few days. We will We'll still be on air next Boxing Day, so I hope you can join us once again for another edition of Inside Supercars. Now, next week on the show, we'll have David Stewart, Adrian Burgess and Brody Kostecki all speaking with Tony Whitlock. And in two weeks' time, we'll give you a bit of a taste. We're going into a series over the next month and a bit of Driver's Fathers, and we'll have people like Dick Johnson, Eddie Mostert, Mick Caruso, also have John Blanchard, Robert Van Gisbergen, and get their perspective of what it's like to be a dad to a supercars driver. To whet your appetite, here's Mick Caruso talking about his own racing career when... It was, uh, well, the wild times of sports sedans. So like Arlo, you do anything with it, bigger motors, big brakes, whatever, you know. Um, and a lot of people used to build a smaller car with the big engines, and we just used to race it. You know, like, it was good fun, you know, like, and learn a lot. The Father Series is going to be kicked off with Dick Johnson in two weeks' time here on Inside Supercars. Have a great Christmas. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.